0: The man survived because, after a while, he shut up about it. Larry Levis.
1: Steve Henn teaches high school English in northern Indiana. He's the author of several books, including Guilty Prayer, Indiana Noble Sad Man of the Year, and his most recent chapbook, American Mail, published by Main Street Rag in February 2022. Steve's the proud father of his children with the late American artist, Lydia Henn. He loves crab cakes, playing records, and he gives poetry readings in all kinds of places. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubin-Estorce. Steve joins us long distance from his classroom. Welcome, Steve. What have you brought for us today?
0: Here are a few poems from Guilty Prayer. Columbia Misery. What is it the addicted are really addicted to? Feeling better? If I felt okay continuously, I wouldn't know how to take it. After my wife's second tour of inpatient behavioral before we divorced, the doc put her on lithium, stable as God's table on a flat, flat earth. Then she quit taking it, said she didn't feel like herself anymore. Who is it we're really married to when we drop successful medical treatment for alcohol or pot, illicitly acquired Xanax or Oxy? Our own misery? I lived there when young and stupid late in the semester my girlfriend split with me because the only thing she liked about us was the almost sex we had so much I got high and cried for 3 weeks nonstop all the way back to Indiana my brother brought me back on a 3 to 7 a.m. run to clean out my dorm room looking the other way when I swept the stems and seeds from a desk drawer into the trash it took 22 years of bad memories to bring me flush up to sobriety We say we want deep love, don't we? Attitude or platitude, I've abandoned more lovers than I've loved. We can be so very close to climax when I bang shut the awful, deadly chambers of my heart. Poem for the Mother of My Children I wonder if it was an inability to cope with one thousand minor disappointments that drove you to put the belt around your neck. I am with you in that sense. Losing battle after battle. Hoping and dashing hopes. Killing my will on half chances and failed attempts. But I am nowhere near suicide. Still, I think now I understand you felt you really had no one. Not me any longer, certainly. Not your dubious boyfriend. The afternoon before you killed yourself, you hugged each of our children inside my minivan and told them you loved them. Hindsight worried us that night. I'm sure you felt a lightness, a peace. Because our oldest daughter and I shared an Apple account then, I know she sent you message after message, begging for response, after you were already gone. Dissociation. Some things cannot be talked about. The last time I saw my father lying on the living room floor, How I sat at my bedroom desk, unable to concentrate on driver's ed homework, repeating in my head I didn't need to run through the woods to the hospital on the other side of the neighborhood. Mom said this was nothing, so it would be nothing. Any moment now, back to our regularly scheduled life. Any minute now, back to our regularly scheduled program. Some moments I live again. So many moments when nothing happened. Confined in Bloomington, I was sure I would be beaten. I waited for it. I didn't do anything. It was like they expected me to acquiesce. We want to punish you, and we want you to want your punishment. Crave it. Lick it up like spilt whiskey on the hardwood floor. Nothing happened. Nothing ever happens again and again. When he died, it was nothing. And she, she was nothing. Another trick. Another actor playing a role to provoke a response another cipher in this matrix of sorcery, this joke of a life the gods gave me. But I do love the children she gave me. Spare them, spare them, O God, if it is true that you are good, because I want to believe it, to believe in you. Spare my children, I do love them so.
1: You've been listening to the poetry of Steve Henn on The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubin-Nestorcy.